guys. Hi, guys. Hey. Can you hear that, guys? We have a guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, so being as this is couch potatoes, I had to choose the name of a potato. So I wanted to choose something that is good for your health, oh, antioxidant, oh lots of vitamins, the best kind of potato that <laughs> you could have. She says this and she just had chocolate cake. Yeah, okay, I don't know. keep going. So basically <laughs> everything you're not. <laughs> Dementia. Okay, so what's your name? So I've made myself after the Okinawan sweet potato. Mm-hmm. It's called Benny Emo. Are you being serious? <laughs> Um, okay, so can we call you Benny? Yes, you can call me Benny. All right. Hi, Benny. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. How do you feel about being here today? Um, well, we kind of had to drag her to be here today. You she know, I was very happy sitting on the side. I did not want to. Listen, um, everyone had to, has to participate, okay? Came to watch and then somehow I'm finding myself talking into a microphone. Yeah, she loves it really. I know, innit? Yeah. Shame. Anyway, so, Maris. Hello, God. It was your birthday earlier on in the week. I know. How was your birthday? How was your birthday? Oh, God. The whole day in bed. Okay. Um, I was really, really unwell. So. Oh no. Um. So yeah, I didn't really celebrate my birthday this year. Um. Yeah, I was just unwell, and I just felt sorry for myself. I cried all night. Oh no. Yeah, I was just really unwell, so I just stayed in bed. Get out the violins, guys. We celebrate today. What the hell is that? That's what that's what Maris does whenever she brings out the violin. I do not make that she noise. She makes that noise, and she <laughs> does this like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what she does to other people. Whenever anyone's sad, she does that she to them. Get the say, but she doesn't even say get out of the violence. She just makes the noise and does yeah. the hand gesture. The hand. How rude is that, guys? Oh my God, I'm actually rude. You are. I would have actually punched someone if they'd done that to my <laughs> Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> We're holding oh a mirror right in oh front of your God. face. So I've realised you never really asked me how I am. Why do I have to keep prompting you? Um, sorry, I'm a bit self-absorbed. It's very difficult for me. So, okay, so how are you, Basset? Go on. I'm good. Is that it? Yeah. That's exactly why I don't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good today. Alhamdulillah. Um, so are you guys ready for our show for today? Go on then. So we're going to be talking about in-laws. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a couple of questions for you before we start. Um, why do you think that there is such a, like, a negative kind of assumptions when it comes to in-laws. Like, why do, does everyone, I think about the in-laws, they're like, oh, in-laws. Go on, Benny. I can't answer this question, actually. I don't have in-laws. <laughs> no, but like, from what <laughs> you've what seen, what, seen okay. what is it about in-laws that makes people automatically assume negative? Because majority of the people I've come you know, across. Yeah. The first question you ask them are how's your in-laws? Like yeah. everyone's already waiting for drama and problems. Why do you right. think there's always a problem? Competition, isn't it? What do you mean? So like, you know, the whole scenarios that people put out, like if your husband was driving, who will be sitting at the front seat? Mm. Your wife or your mum? That's such a stupid question. Who do you think your should mom, be sitting at the front like, seat? Like anyone who's older than you should sit at the front. Like why is, why is that even a debate? Why is but then is a... sitting at the front the honour or is sitting at the back the honour? Because sitting at the back, you're being chauffeured around. No, Some people could argue that. No, but the front, 
By the way, I agree with you. Some people, they argue that sitting at the back is actually more honourable because then technically you're being chauffeured around. Like a queen sits at the back. She no, doesn't but sit the, the, best, the no. best seat is the passenger seat exactly. at the front. Yeah. You get the best view. If you're someone who's car sick, you don't get car sick in that seat. It generally matches the, the driver's seat in terms of if it's a nicer car, like mm. it will have all the nice things. Better like room, better room. Better leg room, room, leg room. You'll get like the heated seats. If it's heated seats in the car, oh, yeah, like you, you can have, you know, all the nice things are going to be in, the front on seat. that. Come on, so like, do you, you think... Guys, oh, we used no, 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 I agree with you. I agree seat. with you. I 100% agree with you. I don't, I don't like but I'm just seat. interested in kind of like seeing what the point is and obviously being devil's advocate. So whose responsibility is it to offer the front seat? Is it your responsibility no, as the wife? the wife's responsibility to offer the front seat. And I think when she's trying to establish her authority maybe with her husband, she doesn't always do that, which I think is wrong. Do you know what it is with in-laws? It comes down to, I think, is that people have a lot of bad experiences. And a lot of the time, those bad experiences come with because you already have that notion like you already preconceive that you're going to have a bad experience with your in-laws yeah so you're walking into that situation on guard yeah and I think we kind of put that on each other like oh in-laws oh in-laws so when you get married you're kind of already like not going off on the wrong foot kind of thing Do you like, think you're so? already in defense mode Do you think so? I think it's a combination of two it's like either I mean no one's to blame here but there are occasions obviously when you have mother-in-laws who you hear the story you like horror absolute horror story but then does that mean that everything that that daughter-in-law does mm. is that, that she can't be put to blame as well because I've heard stories if you heard it from the perspective of the daughter-in-law you would say the mother-in-law is in the wrong, wrong yeah. yeah but then actually when you hear the perspective of the mother-in-law or if you see it on the other side of the story and you're seeing the daughter-in-law you're saying that she's just completely like on guard, constantly in defense mode. And actually it's the husband to blame. So you think it's the husband to blame? Yeah, 100%. It's his duty to ease that transition. And if he's not doing that, then there's something wrong. So do you ever think that men have an issue with their in-laws? Because for some reason, a lot of, from what I've seen, it's always like when you're the wife, you're, when you're the woman, you're getting married, everyone always kind of warns you about in-laws. You have the talk about how to deal with your in-laws. It's like a big thing. But how come men don't have that? They never have that discussion. Do you know what it is? I think it's, it depends on the culture. Mm. You know, there's some cultures where um, the woman is going into the man's family. Yeah. And so she's very much a part of her of their family and very much left her own family. Okay, mm. yeah. So obviously in that situation, the man is the one that's going to have, the woman's having trouble with the in-laws and the man is the one that has to mediate that situation. But there are the odd situation where the man is actually coming more to the women's family. Okay. And then the same thing would apply. Would apply. Okay. All right. Mm. What do you like, think, I feel, Maris? I feel like Maris has got What do you think, Maris? No, my, Get it out. You know I think a lot of people, well, I'm not going to say a lot. Let's just say some people that I've known that got married, they normally have a very, my in-laws are different. You know, my mother-in-law is amazing until she gets bitten. Okay. Then that's when it's like the line, like, oh yeah, that's my mother-in-law. I keep forgetting because at the start I treated her like a mother mm -hmm. and then something happened. Yeah. I never ever see, very rarely, where someone goes into marriage and they're like, that's my mother-in-law and that's it. There needs to be a line. It's always something happens and then she knows her place. Right, okay. I don't know, That that's my experience. Do you know what it is though? Again, I still feel like with mother-in-laws, you know, it's like, we will one day be mother-in-laws. Yeah. Those mother-in-laws were also daughter-in-laws. 
So what happens is we are inflicting the same trauma that we experienced when actually it should be the other way around. Yeah. We're not learning from our mistakes. We're doing it because that's what happened to us. Okay. So you think that if, because we survived it, we're expecting everyone else to just do the same exactly. thing. Exactly. So Deal we we survived it. We were treated that way. So we're going to treat our daughter-in-laws that way. Okay. And that possessiveness over your son. A lot of women, they love their sons. Oh yeah. Don't you know what I told you about? Which, what story? Yeah, so I know someone who, when they got married on the wedding night, she came up to her bedroom and there was no bedroom door. It was taken off. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So she had to sleep with no door. So what was, what was the goal? Like what was, what was the point of having the door open? So was the mum not just, did no they not intimacy. want them to have intimacy? Yeah, no intimacy. To extent, I think there was one point where she told the son to come and sleep with me. Like, do you have to sleep in my room? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. This is all on the man. I'm so sorry. No. And what just, the hell? Yeah, you know. So, um, so why did she accept her son to get married? What was the point? I was really shocked. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm not shocked because I remember there was someone that I know who got married, and her mother-in-law came with them on their honeymoon. No. As well. Yeah, yeah. That's not as uncommon as you might think it be. It is because I've heard that story too. I've heard that the mother-in-law hasn't let the the bride and the groom go oh, on their honeymoon. Yeah, no, I never heard of seeing someone. Wow, that's quite common then. Yeah, it's actually no. a common thing. What would you do if like your mother-in-law didn't let you go on your honeymoon? Like Maris, if you got married, yeah, and your mother-in-law wanted to come with you on the honeymoon? Oh God. I'll just tell her to bring someone. No, but she wanted to share a room with you guys. Excuse me? What? <laughs> <laughs> Share a room? Yeah, you wait in all these 34 years for your honeymoon. Oh, honey. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then she wants to come along. She wants to come along. No, you come along. Because you know what? This happened to one of my friends and then she victimized herself by saying, I've never went on a holiday. And, you know, if you guys are going on holiday, this is going to be my first holiday as well. The the mother-in-law victimized. Yeah, so I can imagine if my mother-in-law done that and said oh I've never been on holiday I feel guilty and I'll be like okay let's go hell no not honeymoon no you'd say no I feel like there's a limit like if you really want to have a good relationship with your daughter-in-law you are not going to ruin like a key part of her marriage process I'm so sorry I I would tell her to bring someone like a because she's gonna resent you for the rest of her life even a best friend no No. you say to her no. I'm mother-in-law. But you no you don't I would say tell your husband your husband is gonna put his foot down and say mom I love you this holiday is going to be for me and my wife. And next holiday, inshallah, we're going to go all together. Yeah. And then she's going to do, as my Asian friends say, budwa. And the plane's going to explain. <laughs> so listen to this story, right? I was told this story by someone really close, right? There was, a, there was a family friend who was married to this guy. And they had a fantastic relationship. But her mother-in-law was like the demons of mother-in-law. She was obsessed with her son. Like, she was the one who wanted them to get married in the first place, Mm. right? And then once they got married, she just couldn't believe that that's it. Like, and the more he fell in love with his wife, because you know, back in the days, people don't necessarily marry for love. Do you know what I mean? It's the whole kind of marrying because they want to get married. They find someone who ticks their boxes, get married, and then they start falling in love with her. The second she started realizing that my son is falling more and more and more in love with this woman, Mm. she started feeling really threatened. And they used to all live together initially. And she she was one of those women who had like a stronghold on her family. So Every like few days, the whole family gathers together. So when the wife had had enough, because she would have all these antics, she would have all these drama. They never had time to themselves, anything like that. So the wife was like, listen, we need to move out. 
when they moved out, she became really resentful to the daughter-in-law. And then she would start like creating drama, creating stories, faking things like that. And then there was one time where she got caught out in one of her lies. So her son was like, you know what? He stood up to, against his mom and he was just like, mom, you know, this is, this is, this, this is our boundary. This is my wife. Whatever. So you know what she used to do? Whenever her son would stand up against him, she would pretend that she swallowed bleach. <laughs> she would lock herself in a bathroom, pretend she swallowed bleach. Yeah. Call her family members, tell her that she swallowed bleach. And then she'll lie down. And then what she'll do, she'll put bleach all over her clothes so that she smells like she swallowed bleach. And then they will take her all the way to the hospital. So by the time they reach the hospital, he's completely forgotten how upset he was with his mum. Yeah. Mm. And then um, the doctor will be like, no, she hasn't swallowed any bleach. We can't see any signs that she actually swallowed any bleach. Mm. And she just kept doing this every single time. And obviously they couldn't risk it just in case the day that she actually does swallow the bleach. Because obviously she's obviously not right in the head. Yeah, but then right? you just get tired of it though, don't you? But they don't. She, you know, she, one day she might die of the bleach. <laughs> can you imagine? The and boy then, who cried wolf. Imagine, yeah, it's going to happen. No, but what would you do if you had a mother-in-law like that? Uh, I'm so sorry. That's Why are you telling me the story? I was laughing. Huh? I would just laugh. You laugh at her? Yeah, I would just No, but laugh. she's like, she, this woman has it out for you. And you know, whenever her, your husband starts standing up to her, okay. she uses these kind of tactics. This is the kind of woman that you're dealing with. Okay, like, she's willing that, to then. play dirty. Okay, then I'll do that. What you would say, you're drinking bleach yeah, too. Yeah, I'll see her and then <laughs> I'll lie down. <laughs> Poor guy, man. He's going to run That's away it, from both it? of you. He's going to be like, I'm done. I anyway. how much you love the guy. Huh? Like it depends. What is what is the what is the value of your love, Ella? And just take this a bit deeper. <laughs> no, I see what you mean. As in, like, in as the quality in, of man. Yeah, as in, like, no, as in, like, how much? How much would you give up for love? That's a deep question. Yeah, that is deep. If you genuinely believe you love this guy, and he's your everything, would you leave him? But I wouldn't leave him because that's not a big thing to leave. Though. I would just well, carry on you, spring, no, but, cleaning no, the house. But, but, no, that... no, but mother-in-laws can destroy your life. In-laws is one of the biggest reasons after financial reasons why people break up. But how long are you going to tolerate their disrespect? Their... I'll just clean, keep cleaning the house because I know she's faking it. So I'll just clean my house, cook my food, continue. And then I'll just be, oh, how is your mom? She okay? Bless her. How long was the anyway? Oh, NHS now. Must be 13 hours. <laughs> you know, I'll play along like that. Do you know what, though? To be fair, my mother will continue to be like that until the wife gives birth. Really? Only two Even after. Birth. Sometimes no. they're even worse because then now they start being possessive over their grandchildren as well. I think you should just continue. You know what I notice in life is just be fake sometimes. <laughs> Especially with in-laws, just be fake. Like, it just, it, it's not going to take much to be fake. Just to say, oh, the bleach, was it the mestos? Was it this? Was <laughs> which the hot one? It was called. Like, you know, which one? Like, you know, I would have just played along with it. Really? Because you know what? Life is too short. My, my, I don't know. Life my tolerance is too, too short. Okay. One last question before we get into our dilemmas. So would you rather have a toxic mother-in-law or toxic sister-in-laws? Oh, 100%. Who do you think is worse? As in, forget would worst you rather. Who do you think is worse having a mother-in-law who's against you or sister-in-laws who are against you? Mother-in-law, 100%. I have no rights over the sisters. I don't care about the sisters. Really don't care. But the sister-in-laws can destroy your life, basically. I don't care. The mum is who gave birth to my husband. So I will respect you regardless of what you are. What if the sister-in-laws turn your mother-in-law against you? Then I will play... You know what? Just play at their game. Like, I would just do exactly what they're trying to do. What about you, Benny? Benny's just saying that's really hard. A bit too deep for her. I'm I'm proper, (laughs) like, thinking about this. (laughs) I think... If your mother-in-law is with you, but once you've got someone with West, 
a whisk west gin yeah. like in your ear constantly her daughters as well my mom is close with the daughters mm. constantly in her ear constantly in her ear constantly in her ear there will come a moment but even if she does in the beginning didn't even see this in you, you start to ha- see this woman with these sunglasses, like, you know, with tinted lenses. Yeah. Yeah, but then you said toxic mother-in-law, toxic sister-in-law. You can't say the no, toxic but- sister-in-law turned the mother into a toxic no, mother-in-law. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, that's, that's true. That's fair. that's fair. That's so, fair. That's fair. I would say toxic sister-in-law because the mother is the queen of the house and she could control her daughters. But there's some sister-in-laws that are crazy. That's in an ideal world. I'm so sorry, no. I think she can. I think if you just play if it... You, if you're very, very lucky and have an amazing mother-in-law who's very reasonable um, and who's very aware of family dynamics and how things can turn and, and knows what her, how her daughters are, then yes. For me... But then if you have a mother-in-law who's very impartial to her children, will always take their side, you know, will always believe what they say. But you know what? There's no way you're not going to get a situation where you have toxic sister-in-laws and toxic mother-in-law and and no and, really and nice your mother-in-law yeah. doesn't become toxic in the end. That's what's going to happen. For me, my motto is: I don't care if you don't love me, just don't harm me. So if they're not physically harming me, but a lot of the care. times they will. Like they won't physically harm you, but emotionally they definitely will. They might put fifth and I in your relationship between you and your husband. I think I've seen it time mm. and time again when they've been when there's been a toxic sister-in-law. There's been a lot of, lot of dramas in the house. I don't know, because even if you have good sister-in-law, you always have the side eye, regardless. You're never going to trust the sister-in-law anyway, regardless. Yeah, I'm not So lie. you're true. always going to have that boundary anyway. Mm. So for me, it's just life is too short, you know. Do, do you, know you do you and leave the rest? Like, I don't care. But the worst for me is if the mother-in-law is really toxic, because for me, it's like you've given birth to my husbands I have to automatically give respect to you and I think also it's easier for the husband to stand up against her sister-in-laws than it is for him to stand up against his mom that's true yeah anyway may Allah protect everybody from toxic in-laws I mean I mean I mean and toxic daughter-in-laws toxic in-laws in general full stop (laughs) because I think there are some women out there who are for example from the daughter-in-law perspective where you know when a daughter-in-law is toxic it usually becomes like the type of women who from what I've seen in the scenario, they think their family is better than their husband's family. So they don't want anything to do with the husband's side of the family. So then they take the husband away. No, and I've seen that's that. the kind of scenario yeah. that I usually see when the daughter-in-law is the toxic one. Yeah, yeah. No, not always. Well, they don't, earlier, like, they don't, if they live with the in-laws, they never come down from their room or like they never come around. She's not participating in anything. She's not helping out. Not even helping out. Like just not like. She doesn't, she doesn't want engaged, anything to do with them. them. Yeah. I mean, how many women do we know who've got some an element of personality disorder. They're very erratic and they're very like possessive over their their man. And that comes even with their in-laws. Yeah. And it can be a bit too much sometimes. So for example, you've both got brothers. Yeah. If your brother was getting to know someone or anything like that, what kind of signs would make you be wary of a woman coming into your family's life? I just want to get rid of my brother, so I don't care. (laughs) Take him. Take him. Take them. Yeah, brothers, my nephews, take them. Sorry. Like, halas. We had a friend who said this recently. He was like, you know what? I'll be the one to warn the woman to run the other mile. And I was thinking about this. I was like, you know what? Same here. No, would you actually? That's a good question, actually. If you knew your brother was a waste man, for example, would you warn the future wife? I think that's our responsibility. No offense. We know him. We know that 
person better than anyone else knows that person. Yes. I don't think I know if my I, brothers more than anyone else. Oh, well, you live I with him. I, I think there's certain sides of him that I know really well. Does your brothers know you the best? No, yeah, they know a side of me really well, but they don't mm. know the whole like, I don't side know. of me. I'm, I'm, my brother's you're my really best tight. friend. Yeah, he's literally my best friend. He's like my twin. So, oh, I hope you're listening. Yeah, I hope you like, might be listening. So, yeah, I can't talk about it. bless him. you with an amazing wife. Amen. But, yeah, no. So, like, with me, I'm very overprotective about my brother. So, I would want to know who he's dating just because I don't want that bond. What would be a red flag yeah. for you? Um, Red flag? No, because we're aging. Like, I don't care. Like, take No, no, but honestly, like, okay, let's just say generally, what would be something that would make you think, or would you, or would you interfere and say to your brother, "This is not a good woman. Don't marry her." I think my brother knows if I stay quiet because I don't like saying anything about a person. I just stay quiet, and yeah. then they automatically will know that Maris doesn't like this person. So I will just not say anything. But what is it? That's not that's your reaction. So what is what is it? That what something is that it? would cause that you to be like, for hmm. you, yeah, something for you that you'd be like, I'm going to stay quiet on this one. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know what like I have no idea. If maybe she was just like me and my husband and then she just doesn't involve anyone or I don't know, I don't know. Or if she's really spiteful or like I don't know. I really don't know. I think I don't know. I think for me, if if I felt someone didn't respect the like didn't respect the fact that my brother had a life before she existed. She he has responsibilities before she existed. Do you know what I mean? That would really annoy me because I'm the kind of person who I think people have rights to your time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And okay, yeah, you get married, you have a family, you have whatever. And I understand that it takes up a lot of your time. But your family is your family at the end of the day. We all grew up together. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I would expect my brothers to have time for me too. A hundred percent. So being considerate. So being considerate to be like, do you know what? He wants to go see his family. Let him go see his family. Let me not start a fight with him when he's with his family. Or do you know what I mean? Things like that to put him in a bad mood so that he doesn't want to spend time with his family or make excuses so that you both can't come. Do you know what I mean? If I felt like yeah. I didn't have access to my brother That's anymore. What I mean, no access to yeah, him. Yeah, that would, that would annoy me. But yeah. otherwise, I don't care. Take him. That's what is so important. <laughs> you know, uh, like when your sisters get married, it, it doesn't matter who your sister gets married to because she'll always still be involved in the family. Yeah. But if your brothers don't marry right, say salam alaikum to him. Say assalamu alaikum to him because he's gone. Wow. It's so true. Like, he's gone. Like that's it. It's crazy. So it's very important. Okay. So I've got scenarios. First dilemma. Husband starts bashing my family during an argument. Hi guys. An incident happened today and I really need some third party perspective. My husband has a history of saying disrespectful things about my family when we argue. He'll bring them into the picture randomly. Whenever he does this, all I say is stop bringing my family into it. My older sister is divorced and has gone through mental health issues. In the past, my husband has said things like, your sister is divorced. Do you want to be divorced too as a threat during arguments? No. Yeah. Today, while we were arguing, he brings up that my sister is crazy and that I must be too. He also says that being crazy must run in my family. Literally, at this point, I'm tired of his jabs at my family. So I made the following comment. You used to pass comments about my sister being divorced. Now look, because his own sister recently went through a divorce. Good girl. I also said that karma exists. He was furious at this comment. And when his sister heard this, she said, 
I can't pronounce this, guys. I'm sorry to my Asian uh, listeners. Lana Tai Tumpar, which I think means like some kind of curse, right? Lana, yeah, Lana, yeah, Lana, yeah. So I'm assuming she cursed, she cursed her or something. My intention behind saying this was to make him realize that words have meaning and what you say can come back and bite you. Was I really wrong in saying this? It also surprised me how affected he was when I said this, as he's constantly saying a lot more awful things. A lot more? Literally. All I was trying to do was give him perspective. I later decided to go apologize to my sister-in-law because it generally was not my intention to hurt her. I made a general comment that was taken out of context. She said, if I continue making comments like this, the entire family will turn on me. I think I eventually got her to realize that my intentions were pure. Now I need to know how wrong was I? Is my husband being a hypocrite? Was my comment that bad? that my sister-in-law gave me Latin up. Wait a second. I don't understand something. Mm-hmm. How did her sister-in-law find out that she had made that reference? Exactly what I was going to say. So obviously her husband yeah. told her. Because I can't imagine her saying it in front of her sister-in-law there. You know what? She's too nice. She needs to start apologizing. She needs to own her shit. If a guy doesn't have that respect for your family, he's not going to have respect for you. You are your family. Yeah. So... Yeah, so and it is true. It is um la'na par di du. You know, whatever comes around goes around, honey. No, no, she, she that's the curse. That's no, the curse that's that he made. No, that's the curse the sister-in-law made. I love that curse. I'm going to keep on saying it. It's la'na t'hai tumpar. <laughs> hey. You mean? Hi, hey. Is it hey? I think it's hey, yeah. Hey tumpar. Yeah, no, what goes around comes around. Like She, she said facts. Yeah, but you know, it's very, very common, very common. I always hear people speak about their in-laws and say, oh, like, if she's got kids, she doesn't discipline her kids. You're not going to discipline our kids because, you know, because of your sister. Like, I hear this yeah. all the time. It's such a common thing. Or like, oh, your mum, look, your mum doesn't respect uh, your dad and that's why you're not respecting me. Oh, I hear that a lot. Yeah. I think ladies who are not married and are planning to get married, this is one of those things you need to stress at the beginning, like how important your family is and also never let them cross that boundary. And I think the first time he ever said anything about her family, she should have put a stop to it yeah. from then on. Nip that, it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You've set that boundary. He knows not to go there. But when you let these things go, yeah. then it just gets more vicious and vicious and vicious. But mm-hmm. the thing is that she might have, in the beginning, turned to him and been like, oh, my sister's like this, my sister's yeah. like this. Like she, He might have been her only source of support. So maybe in Which the beginning, she true. went to him and told him about all her family problems. Yeah. So what do you think she should do now? So, uh, you know, on Instagram, there's this guy who says, uh, he says that, you know, when you're dating, that's the time where you should ask the important questions. Stop making memories when you're dating memories of after marriage but when you're dating that's when you should ask important questions so these are the important questions that you need to ask but also she shouldn't like she shouldn't have really told him all this stuff isn't it yeah unless like obviously you're really desperate and you haven't got anyone but your friends are there for you to talk about your problems with yeah. your family not yeah, your 100%. husband 100%. do you know what yeah like in my culture and i think you said this was your yeah. culture too um you don't confide in your husband certain things so like we don't you don't talk about your family to your husband and you don't discuss your friends to your husband or when he leaves then your secret goes with him so like you know and he's not your family Um, but I think get married to a person from the same culture is that you know you know your culture is like for my culture you don't you don't talk about your issues with your husband 
But some other cultures might find that really offensive because I know, I'm not going to mention any other cultures, but there's a culture where I'm your husband. You know, you're my wife. We need to share everything together. Do you get what I mean? But don't you feel like, so I I think people back home are probably have that mentality, but we've grown up with a different mentality. So like, like for example, if you're a lot of like Western people from my culture, they would have the same view whereby we share everything because that's what we grow up knowing. You know what it is though? So I've said this to Maris before. What does culture mean? Culture can mean where you're from, but actually culture is also how you've grown up and how your family are. So you might be from a certain culture and have certain expectations of that culture, but the other person might be from the exact same country, exact same village, tribe, whatever it is. But then actually, because they've been raised in a certain way, the culture within their household is something completely different to what you were expecting. So that's just something that you have to assess before, isn't it? Yeah. And I get it. Sometimes some people say that they're not lucky enough to have like the friends to be able to talk about stuff like this. Mm, mm. And I know that the emotional burden, you know, can be really difficult. So that's why you have us, you know, you can follow us on our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. (laughs) Send us your dilemmas and we'll help you. (laughs) You don't need to tell your man about it. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, no, you make a really good point. And that's, that's what I mean. It's, it depends on like, People who are from my culture who grew up in this country are very different from people back home. And that's why sometimes you'll see, let's say, for example, someone who's from Iraq, who marries someone who's from Iraq, but from back home. When they come to this country, they're very different. They clash. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's anything to do with race, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, it depends. It depends on how, like, maybe your culture is different. I think with this topic I'm talking about, no, that's what I'm saying. This topic about the whole family and no, sharing. 100% is different. It's I don't know. I'm really going to Maybe it's just, that's what I'm saying to you. Maybe it's just your culture. Yeah. But for example, I can say from my culture, that's not the case at all. People are very different who've been brought up here and the people who've been brought up back home. They've got very different mentalities. I don't know. Maybe it's my household then in a way that you just don't speak about your issues to your husband. And what, will you, what will you do if you get married and your husband's expecting you to talk about your issues? What are you going to say to him? Just don't tell him everything. Sorry, I'll, I'll bite yeah. in there for no, Maris. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, just don't you keep, you'll keep certain things. You'll say the, the obvious things and then you, you don't have to say everything. He doesn't need to know everything. Like, what do you mean he expects? Don't, like, what do you mean expecting? Shouldn't it be an expectation? No, like, even my friends, I've been friends with people for years, but there's some things that they don't know. So, like, hello. I always find it really weird when husbands actually want to know stuff about, like, your friends or your family. I don't know. It's just a bit of a nick. Really, I don't know. No, 100% it's like, don't you have a friend, friends and family? Like, like, why do you need to know about mine? But, you know, okay, just from another perspective, Mm -hmm. if your husband is your best friend or like you're really close to him, no, you say that's my husband's my best friend. Yeah, but actually, you know what? You spend a lot of time with this one person. Yeah, so he's going to be like in your life all the time. And if you guys have a really good relationship, you might be able to talk about everything. That's actually giving me palpitation, guys. No, I, I, you know, I get it. I can imagine if, say, for example, you had an argument with one of your friends, you're feeling really down, you ask you, oh, what's happened, right? And then you kind of tell him. And I guess that was a moment of vulnerability where you needed to talk and they happened to be the person there. So I could see how that could happen. Yeah, exactly. So it might have been that situation. Like, but why, might, why, why is Maris coming into your conversation then? You might have had a really bad day. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had an argument with one of your friends or, okay, in this situation, a family member, because a family member has been putting you under a lot of stress. Yeah. You're just feeling really, really down. Yeah. And in that moment, you might just break down and that's the person that's there is your husband. I know, but he might use that against you. I don't no, know. No, but I don't think, I think when you're in that situation, like how many times have you been vulnerable and it's just to pan Allah, the person that is there with you. Yeah, that's is true. That Allah, he puts a person there for you for a reason. I think he fancies the sister. 
He fancies his own sister. No, he fancies no the crazy sister. He fancies the crazy <laughs> sister. What do you mean his own sister? I forgot. Why she's... is his her name always in his mouth? That's so true. Like, there's an issue there. But it might be other people, but it might just be the sister that hurts more. Maybe, but he's just keep on mentioning the sister. Like, to be honest, if he was a man of value, he wouldn't be mentioning this all the time. He's not bringing. He's not. He shouldn't be bringing the stuff up every single time. Do you know what? Nowadays, I'm so sorry. I will believe anything because. The stuff that I have seen or I've heard of, I can actually believe that. But they do say your brother-in-law is like the devil. Ooh, like you yeah. shouldn't, like, you know, you don't know what can happen. No, it's so true. Okay, so what do you guys think she should do? She needs to get someone to mediate. Like she needs to get, not obviously, if you're going to think about this in a logical way of managing this, she needs someone to mediate between them. She needs to address these problems. If he doesn't change, then she needs to leave him. I mean, you can't, you can only take so much. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a matter of respect, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's a complete, a complete sign of disrespect. Mm. You know what? She needs to stop apologizing because then, you know, it justifies that he's, that I'm right because obviously why are you apologizing? Yeah, she needs to stop being on the defense and start being on the attack. You need to like stand your ground. Um, if I was in this situation, I would call him out on it. I would say, I don't like it when you do this. Don't cross this line. If he does it again, what I would do is I would then proceed to some kind of punishment, okay? So whether it's the silent treatment for a little bit. I know people say the silent treatment is toxic, but it works, I'm sorry. Express very clearly, I don't like it when you do this, stop. If he does it again, I'll be like, I told you, I don't like it when you do this. Therefore, as a result of you doing this, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to I'm gonna go and stay with my mom for a few days. I'm going to do this, this, this. Let there be a consequence. Consequences, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that next time he knows... If he says this, she's going to do this and this and this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I think she should do. And if he continues to do it, then you know what kind of man you've married. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's what I think. I, I agree too. I can't really add much more because I don't have in-laws. So like, but like 100%, I agree with you, Sue. Yeah. Cool. Um, this was a very good discussion, but uh, I have a scenario for you guys. So. In-laws mad because I refuse to attend every single event. My husband's family is obsessed with getting together and it drives me crazy. Specifically, my mother-in-law will plan numerous events in a weekend, so we're completely booked and don't have time for anything else. My husband works at their family business, so it's not like they don't see each other. They literally see each other every day. In the past, I would comply and begrudgingly attend every single event. They're always half-day events at the minimum. I'm tired of spending my entire weekend at family events. So I decided to pick and choose which events I attend. It's just way too much for me and I need that time to do other things. Problem is, now my in-laws are constantly upset with me when I don't attend. They are rude to me and give me the silent treatment the next time I see them. My husband feels the same and refuses to attend every event himself, but they never ever say anything to him or mistreat him for not going. I'm the only one that gets attitude from them. I tried to kindly explain that if my husband is not going, I'm not going either, which didn't sit well with them. They tried to guilt me into coming and saying that I need to come because I'm family. Thing is, my husband would never go to an event with my family if I wasn't there and they wouldn't expect him to. I don't think it's fair for his family to demand so much of my time and for them to mistreat me when I don't attend. Does anyone have any advice on how to handle this situation? I've already talked to my mother-in-law and told her I don't like being guilted into things and that I shouldn't Ooh. be required to attend Ooh. every single thing. Okay. Wrong view, wrong view. If any other family member okay. isn't able to attend, nothing happens. I'm literally the only person who gets treated this way. I'm tired of feeling like the bad guy for setting much-needed boundaries. Do you know what? Go her for setting boundaries, but maybe not go her for the way she set those boundaries. In what way? 
you, you went to the mother-in-law. Directly. Why? Why would you go directly to the mother-in-law? And secondly, I'm so sorry. You know how she was like, oh yeah, my husband doesn't get any of it. Like I get all of that. No, there's a family group. Or like when they're having the event, I can imagine them slating the guy as well. I actually, I actually agree with her in that bit. I think I can imagine that happening. Yeah, but I think he's getting it as well. I don't think she's getting all of it. I think the only thing he's getting is probably the feedback that his wife is not attending events. But I don't think but, he's anything's happening. But he's to not him. attending but either. He's, I think he's just as tied out by yeah. it as, as she is. So what do you think she should do in this scenario? Judah told her husband to go and like say to stand up to the family and be like, listen, I can't come every weekend. It's not possible. I have a life. I've got my family. I've got things to do. And if I'm not coming, she's not coming. Or what she could do is she could go to one or two when he's not there so that they're like, oh yeah, she actually comes on her own. Because maybe what they feel like is that she's not making the effort on her own and that she's being dragged to these events. This is one of those scenarios where there could be two sides to it, don't yeah. you think? Mm, yeah. Maybe when she does attend the event, you can tell she doesn't want to be there. So they probably feel more like, oh, you know? Yeah, or be a Maris. Just allow it. And also, your husband's on your side. So who cares? Like, people are going to always talk. Like, do your thing. Like, if you always acknowledge or overthink every single thing that your in-laws do, your in-laws don't like you. Halas. Like, live, live your, your life. life. Yeah. That's how I see it. Like, just to clarify your point for the listeners, are you saying that she should just continue her life and she shouldn't have approached the mother in law or said anything to her and just kind of ignored it? By approaching the mother in law, you're causing an issue and it shows that you're argumentative. Okay. Just allow it. Like, you know, the main thing is where is your husband on this situation? Yeah. If your husband's nagging at you as well, then it's a problem. But if your husband himself is like, I'm tired, you're like, okay. And that's his own family. Why am I making this big thing? He's tired himself. Do you get what I mean? But yeah. it's different if the husband was like, oh, you don't attempt, you don't respect mother, you don't respect my family's time. Okay, so what about for the scenario for the listeners who are, might be in a similar situation whereby the husband is bothered? Okay, that's different. So let's that's say it's exactly the same thing where there's lots of events happening, Yeah. And the, um, the husband doesn't attend events all the time that uh, the wife's family holds, but he's somehow expecting her to attend the events that his family holds. I would argue with my husband. I won't bring his family into it because then it's going to cause a massive drama. Okay. But if you keep your inside your household, tell us, like you argue your husband, just don't bring, don't speak, don't approach your mother-in-law. Yeah. It's going to make it worse. And you know what? The mother-in-law is going to go back to the husband and say, your wife Look is disrespectful. Yeah. She's coming to me and telling me what I can and cannot do. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Benny? What do you think? To be honest, I think, I think pretty much the same thing. I feel like your husband, if he's also being up, if you're so tired by all of these events, like, okay, weekends, we have two-day weekends. We're not one of those lucky countries that have a three-day weekend. Yeah. It's a two-day weekend. If you have an event on a Saturday and then an event on a Sunday, and let's be real, okay, if these are kind of events where you have to go like breakfast or you're hosting a brunch or you're going for meals. Well, oh, if it's brunch, it's different. I'll go there every week. <laughs> 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 you don't need to ask No, but you know when no, you get there, it's going to spend your whole day there. But you know you're going to get there. It's because she said brunch. No, but I'm just saying, no, no. But no, like when you go there as a daughter-in-law, you're not going to sit down and let everybody else in the family clean or cook or prepare. You've yeah. got to be there in the kitchen and yeah. you have to be the, well, I don't know, for me. I'll be a Maris. You'd though. have to be the one that has to go above and beyond 
because you're the daughter-in-law. Yeah, but I'll be married, so I'll pretend to do things. Like, you know those people that are all, like, <laughs> oh, all hot know. and bothered and, like, oh, and then try to cut the straw. Yeah, no, you know, like, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll and see. Then try She'll start talking about you behind your back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. At least I'm in the kitchen. But, yeah, so I think, like, in that kind of situation, those family things, family gatherings are also are generally very tiring. There was one day a week, every Sunday, like, you go with the family for dinner on a Sunday night, and that's your family time. And that's fine. Okay, fine. Like, you know, once, once a week or once every couple of weeks that you're going to family. But it's every weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I need to sleep. I need to, I'm exhausted. I need, I've got to clean the house. Like, I'm a working woman. Like, I can't be able to, I won't be able to go and stay with all my in-laws all the time. And I hope that my husband has enough emotional intelligence to be able to say, actually, no, my wife is tired and we have things that we need to do as well. Okay. What so if he didn't? If he hasn't got that emotional intelligence, that says a lot about the man that you've married. Yeah. Do you think you should be bringing your spouse to every single family event? Oh. As in my family event? Yeah. Oh, he should be bringing you to all of his family events? No. Because you have a relationship with your family, family exactly. outside exactly of your marriage. Okay. So like I have a relationship with my mom, with my brother, with my thing, with outside of my husband. And I feel like him being there... Sometimes, like, he won't appreciate it as much or it will mean that everyone has to be on their best behaviour and we can't all just be slobs watching TV and, like, you know... Be themselves, basically. We can't be ourselves. So, and that's out of respect to my husband. And the same way with my in-laws, I can imagine that me being there all the time, like, they would want to have time with their brother or with their son... Yeah, they won't be able to do fully with me. Yeah, that'd be so annoying. If my brother came along every time with his new wife, I'm just be like, oh, okay, so you're Sammy's twins now. Like, like yeah. what the hell? Like, you know. So, you would, got, you, what, so would you be offended, for example, if your in-laws, right, went out for dinner with your husband and they didn't invite you? No, maybe going for dinner. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Out of courtesy, me, I would say to my husband, like if it was me, my family going, I'd like, listen, my family going for dinner. Do you want to come? Okay. And then that's how you'd navigate the situation. But yeah, dinner's a bit formal. Like yeah. if it's like... No, like, like let's say if it's, you want to go out to the cinema and go out to dinner with your family. That's different because you said cinema. Okay. The cinema so, is yeah. different. So cinema is like informal. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to cinema with but my brothers. But then going out for dinner. But I'm like, going out dinner. for dinner. So, oh, okay. Because like, then you'd be thinking, you. is the other in-law, is, that, is the other sister-in-law's coming? Just the family, no in-laws. Mm, that's fine. Or would you be offended? No, it's fine. I don't... I'm, 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 I'd love... Like, I want them to have a good relationship. And what about Eid? Ooh. No, Eid is different. Whose family do you go to on the first day? Is it your family or his family? Culturally, it has to be... For me, culturally, it's the guy's family. Really? Yeah, it's the guy's family in the morning. And then after everything is done in the evening, you can go visit the women's family. But that's accepted for me. I don't know. I think it's easier for you because you marry someone from the same culture, isn't it? So it's easier to... To navigate. Because yeah. everyone will understand. Everyone understand that this the is the culture, culture yeah. then there's no contention. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I think for me, coming from a single parent, like if I don't go and see my mum for E, that'll make me sad. Yeah. But it's not that you're not going to see her. Who goes, for, where do you go to first? Oh, where do you go, go first? first? I don't care. Who's giving me brunch? <laughs> it's about what, you're, what, it's about what you're offering me. What you're offering me. <laughs> Who cares about well, You know what? You could just do like how white bands do on Christmas. You should what just do, do like how they do on Christmas. Like they will go um, one week, one year, it's that family. Yeah, first. I like one that. year, it's another family. So one Eid, you've got two Eids, alhamdulillah. What if your, for example, your mum only has you as a kid and then that means, you know, she just gets you every exactly. other Christmas. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it, it's different. 
So if, for example, the guy's side has got like 10 siblings and like mom and dad, and then you're like, just have, have you, you know, you only have your mom, like then we have to see my mom or we take my mom and we go to your family's house. But you know, you've got siblings. Yeah, so okay, you're not so, like a single child family no, with a single No, because parent. that's what she goes. If, no, I'm saying in that scenario that you just said, like, did you say a scenario? Is that in my head? <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking you lots of scenarios today. So. Oh my God, it's the chocolate. I'm you just like, I'm like, a, I'm like an interviewer today. I'm interviewing you two. Yeah, oh my God. Um, no, I think for me, it has to be my mom first. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, if but everyone's know. situation is different. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's very situation by situation. 100%. So yeah. for me, for my situation, it would have to be my mum first, I think. Yeah. You know what? If no. you get married to the middle child, no one cares about him. I don't That's think even if he's missing. That's the thing. Oh my God, I was going to ask. Child, that is guys. so true. Middle child that no one cares about. Who gets worse treatment if you marry the first child or the last child? The youngest or the, the youngest oldest? Is, the youngest is always... The, the, I think they're both hard. because I youngest, feel like the youngest gets spoiled anyway. So then they yeah, get... Yeah, but the youngest is like a mummy's baby. Mommy, yeah, mummy's baby, yeah. And then the oldest is also mummy's baby, but mummy's like... It depends if they they've got a lot of siblings. If they've got a lot of siblings, the eldest isn't treated like shit. Yeah. Like... Um, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, But the, it's the mum's pillar of the family. The oldest is the mum's pillar, generally. Yeah. Eldest is mum's pillar and the youngest is mum's baby. So neither. Yeah. But then I'm saying, like, if he's got multiple, like, he's got a lot of siblings, I don't think your mum will even notice you're not there. No. It depends what, it depends what level they're at. It's going to be like a home alone situation. No it depends cares. whether they're the oldest or the youngest. If they're the middle child, yes, they can get away with nothing. Yeah. I'm a middle child, guys. You know, so we're the, uh, the ones that no one the cares rebels. about. You guys are rebels. That's why. Yeah. Even though I'm mum's best friend, so... <laughs> After working 32 <laughs> I worked and for now, 32 years to get that status. No one's taking that away from me. Hi, mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, 100%, I think. Um, or just host the party in your house. Then everyone has to be there. Okay, so guys, lessons from today. Marry the middle child. Yeah. yeah if you hear someone's the oldest or the youngest, run. run. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Maris, what story time today? Sorry, I don't have no stories today. <laughs> what about um your surrendered single book? We all heard that podcast. Oh my god. Are you still on page 38? I'm still on page 38. Guys. So guys, uh, we've got a confession. Benny is the friend who gives books, but she's not the friend who sent this book. <laughs> we had to clarify because she nearly and killed us all. Yeah. And apologize. Sorry. Listen, this <laughs> I've just found out found out through listening to this podcast that this girl here, my friend Maris, uses my gifts that I spend loads of times thinking about as a coaster for her tea yeah. and dust on her shelf. Russet, you was meant to edit that one out. Thank oh, hell you. no, that's quality material. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Benny, I'm so sorry. Okay, I promise I won't use your book as a coaster. Okay? Don't have to lie. Lying is haram. Lying is haram. I think, you, I think after this, you'll learn your lesson not to give me a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, Get the hint. <laughs> yeah, how's the surrender single, by the way? What happened to that? We're meant to be getting updates. I'm so sorry. I'll just put it back in the bookshop. Are you I'd... being serious? You know what? I just don't like the way she speaks to me. Like, she needs to lower her tone. She needs to take the bass out of her voice because I don't like it. Ooh. Well, you know, that means that she's probably hitting a nerve. Yeah, yeah. she is. And she is. that's probably, you need to get the mental space I don't know and, like, I just, just never, try and deal with it I've just never had someone speak to me like that I think I'm quite disappointed actually Maris oh yeah why I'm disappointed in you but you know I wouldn't finish would you did you really I never think? thought you'd read a book and you came here you brought hope into my life I thought you, know you were what? changing as a person just, and you haven't even read the damn book I just woke up one morning I thought yeah I could read a book 
<laughs> yeah, so guys, our surrendered single uh, so series sorry. is over. There's actually one uh, friend. Uh, surrendered single has unsurrendered. Yeah, I have uns- oh my Wait, God. hang on a second. Benny, you've read The Surrendered Wife. She did, exactly. Yeah, How, I've, have I've you got a review? No, so basically, I read all three. No, no, no. I would recommend... Three times. No, why are you front, lying? It's such a lie. I can't see you lying as haram. <laughs> no, um, I read... She's got a book club. Can you let her what? speak, Maris? <laughs> We're going to take the mic away from you. Sorry. She's a woman on edge. I guess, I literally. <laughs> I think you need to read The Surrendered Single surrendered. again. Woman on edge. Yeah. Okay, so no, okay. I'm surrendered. You haven't surrendered yet. No, I haven't. Yeah. Like, I promise I'll read for next week. Okay. Homework. We're going to hold you account to that. We've got, we've got quite a lot of listeners now who are going to be holding yeah, you to account, Maris. Yeah, person that has told me that I said, like, Maris, are you going to actually read the book or are you going to just talk about how much you hate books? <laughs> I was like, all right, sorry. You have to read it now. Okay, okay so go on, Benny. Tell us about The Surrendered Wife. What is it about? So actually, I would not recommend Surrendered Wife. She Ooh. updated it and wrote a new version called Empowered Wife. <laughs> Obviously, using the word surrendered um, triggered, a lot, triggered a lot of women. So she wrote an updated version called Empowered Wife. And I definitely would read that. I would recommend that book. Why? I did, yeah. I read a lot of it. And, and what was it about? So it's just about like, obviously in a relationship, there's two people. Mm-hmm. We can never change the man. Yeah. But we can work on ourselves as women. And empower. What, do you know what? Oh, you're gonna bring. Oh my god! No, 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 no. I know. As in, oh. no, I know. I'm not. Okay, but that's I'm just it. saying, no, like, we it. can. No, She's, gonna have, in, in She's gonna have a BF. She's gonna have a BF. BF. She's gonna have a BF. White chicks. What's a BF? <laughs> um, the headphones are off. <laughs> okay, go on. No, it's continue. About, no, as a woman being empowered in your relationship. I, I don't think it's not. It's not a, like a self help kind of thing, or like you know, men are men, blah 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 blah. But it's like, do you know what? There's you never in real life. You're never going to be able to change the other person, whether they're right or wrong or whatever it is. But you can change how you respond to things, how you react to things and how you manage situations. No, I agree with that. I think I think for me, I get triggered with a lot of these like, you know, you need to change this. A man wants this. A man wants that because I'm just like, ah, like it annoys me. But it's one of those things where if you're going to sell it as, you know, you can't change someone else. So change yourself. That's different. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it triggers me when there's, there's all these self-help books for women. And it's just like, where are men who are reading self-help books? It's always women who are reading yourself. We're always having to change. Oh my God, I need to calm down. I need to calm down. Yeah, Super thin. <laughs> I think um, next time I visit, we'll, we'll have a discussion. Are you going to bring it? Yeah, we can bring it. And then I could... Um... Yeah, you actually got the empowered... Yeah, yeah, I have the empowered... I have both. I have a surrendered wife and empowered wife. Made me feel sick. What's the difference between the surrendered <laughs> wife and the empowered wife? What's the contents different? Or has she literally just changed the name and got you all suckers no, no, to buy no. another it's, book? It's, it, is actually, it is a bit different. I think the way she's written it as well is different. She learned a lesson, Laura. Thing is, she wrote a amendment, a, like in the beginning, you know, like an intro letter. Yeah, and she was like, "I'm apologizing." Actually, yeah, yeah, basically, like, um, Do you know, what? fair dues. I love people who you know own their wrongs. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. and she was like, "It's not about being submissive; it's about being empowered in your relationship." And that's essentially that's what she tried to do with the second book. Okay, mm. I guess she wanted. The At money, least I got didn't someone. She? she wanted the coins. Me. Can you like read like two pages or something? Like, don't, are you going to read the whole page? No, no, we could do the, We could do the summary, like the tips, but we won't do that now. All right. Yeah. Before we finish, okay. Remember, guys, follow, download, and now we have socials. We have Instagram. We Woo! have TikTok. Woo-hey. Are we going to upload? Who knows? But still, if you guys have any <laughs> dilemmas or you want to interact with us and you want to answer some of the questions that we've had today, then feel free to comment or send DMs on Instagrams. But yeah, interact with us. It will be good to see what you guys are thinking. And hopefully we'll see you guys next Friday. Bye. Bye.